Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Robots Radio presents... Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. Cyberpunks, welcome back. Today is the day. Patch 1.5 drops today. The stream this morning was was very interesting. It was interesting to watch. The of course the commentary on the side of the stream was a mess. It was a salt mine and it was a, a mix of of course people saying the most absolutely terrible things and then people being excited at the same time. But the uh the developers, the marketing team did a great job revealing some of the really fun things that they're putting into patch 1.5. And this episode of the show, I will be not only discussing the things that they have crammed into this gigantic 50 plus gigabyte patch, but also talking about what this means for the future of the game. Because I think that this has overtones. This has a signal. I guess that's the best way to say it. This signals to us more about what is coming in the future and the direction that the game is headed. The developers are headed. So let's get into it because I know you guys are ready. So if you don't know what I'm talking about at all, Cyberpunk 2077 had a, uh, I don't know, six month hiatus from having any sort of patch at all. Very little communication from the team about what was coming other than, hey, we're working on a bunch of bugs, fixes and DLC stuff. And they're going to push the latest patch into the beginning of this year. 
we've talked about it on the previous episodes of the show. I'm, I'm not going to go into more details about that. But at 10 a.m. Eastern this morning, we had a stream and it was very different. If you didn't catch it, it was very different from any of the other things that we've had before. It was night, not a Night City Wire. This was not a overly marketed thing. The stream opens up with some gameplay and we got to see a little bit of a different presentation. Um, some gameplay, V taking out a gang or uh, basically going on a gig, doing some stuff, taking out some baddies, negotiating with, you know, a dude. And then all of a sudden it transitions over and we've got four members of the the team, um, <clears throat> some of the developers and some of the marketing team just hanging out and talking to us. No crazy marketing, no over the top anything. Just like, hey guys, here we are. We're excited to be able to share with you what we've been working on for all this time and the most exciting changes that are coming with patch 1.5. And then they go into the details about it. And one of the members of the team, I believe it was the the lead uh, marketing person, uh, she was managing the gameplay stuff while the rest of the team chimed in about what was happening on screen. And they just kind of talked about what was going on and just chimed in with all the details. And they were like, hey, go over here and do this thing. Show them what this looks like. Oh, this is cool. Check this out. Check this out. And then they would just kind of hit on the bullet points as she played the game. And it was it was very organic. It was very natural feeling. And it was kind of a, a relief because it wasn't so markety you know <laughs> like so much of what else they've done before it was so much more just like hey let's just play the games and just show them what's in it now and how things are different so i'm gonna just go down a list of the things that they pointed out and then later in the show i'm gonna dig into some of the patch notes that they shared and i just want to be clear here they said that the list of improvements is so long that they didn't include everything in the patch notes. And there's some secret stuff that they've added into the game that also isn't included because they want people to just find that stuff like extra things that you can find in the gameplay when you when you just play the game, which I think is actually super cool. So I'll, I'll be digging into that stuff as well. And then on top of all of that, at the end of the show, I'm going to discuss what I think this means for the future of the game. So stay tuned for that at the very end of the episode. So here, I'm just going to go through the list and just kind of hit on all the points that they pointed out. So first of all, there's next gen updates. So if you are playing on a PS5 or an Xbox One X or S, there are next gen updates now. So um, PS5s and Xbox One X you now have ray tracing, you now have, and, and they have a, uh, a chart that shows this on the website. So the kinds of stuff that can show up for PC, if you have a high-end PC, now shows, now works basically for these modern consoles. So that includes ray tracing, visual improvements across the board, uh, spatial headphone audio, now uh, works for PS5 that was previously added for the Series X and Series S. Um, and then improved crowd reactions has been added for uh, PS5, Series X, Series S, and PC. This works across the board. And then DualSense uh, controller features have been added for PS5. So all of that stuff across the board for everything, 
all of those systems, all of that stuff works. Um, ray tracing isn't for Series S. That doesn't work on Series S, but everything else across the board. So if you have one of those systems, make sure you upgrade to this patch because it's going to look freaking awesome. Um, if you do use ray tracing, be aware on one of the consoles that you have to implement the quality setting and it will reduce the gameplay to 30 frames per second. So you're going to have a little bit reduced frame rate, but it's going to look freaking awesome. You can still go to a performance mode and remove some of the ray tracing settings to get up to 60 if you would prefer that. So that's one of the big differences there. Um, now that's not just it though. It's, this is not just like a bunch of shiny stuff they're putting on top there's total changes to a lot of the the combat and the perk trees and all the stuff that we've talked about on this show that just doesn't make sense so for example they've reworked the perk trees so you've got a rebalance and a removal of the not useful stuff so for example getting rid of underwater detection like that that one didn't make any sense um and they've completely removed and added more useful perks in the cool tree. For example, then instead of stealth, there's now ninjutsu. That's one of the total changes for the, just the labeling. Um, there's uh, uh, looking, sh the sh looking sharp perk enhances throwing knives. Um, and this is one of the changes to combat altogether. And I've, I've talked about this a long time ago when I started trying to throw knives. You throw your knives away. These are collectible weapons. Why would you want to throw your knife away? You use it one time, it disappears. What's the point of that? Well, now you get your knives back. You can go pick them back up. Or if you don't go pick them back up, in, there's a little like a uh, timer and eventually the knife just shows back up in your inventory or like in your hand and then you can throw it again and legendary knives show back up faster which means that you don't have to worry about going to pick them back up they just kind of show back up and you can use them again super cool right you don't have to worry about losing your knives they just kind of show back up you can reuse them you can throw them again and again and again no big deal right um, there's extra perks in there so for example in in cold blood there's a perk that allows you to survive a final blow if you get down below zero hit points so that like it, it procs you know every so many minutes or something like that but if you want to play more risky and you get down below zero hit points you'll actually survive that one hit one time and be at like one hit point or whatever and be able to survive that like major final blow and keep fighting so it, the idea here was that you could go with all these different kinds of builds and have more build variety around this kind of stuff. The other implied concept here, which now that I've looked through all of the, the patch notes is that they've rebalanced a lot of the combat and some of that stuff, which I haven't had a chance to really play through and look at the details. I'm sure in the coming week or two, um, people who know more about the mechanics of the game will dig into this stuff to see how much this stuff is tweaked. And we've talked about this on the show before, too, uh, especially when I had like Juicehead and Kev DeWitt on the show, the um, how broken some of the like some of the mechanics were for like gunplay and that kind of thing. Hopefully a lot of that stuff is tweaked now with the the combat mechanics and, and the, the perk trees and those kinds of things. So who knows? But it seems like they've taken a lot of time to rebalance all of these kinds of things. So when you install the patch and you look at your perk trees, all of your skills will be reset and you'll be able to 
put all the points right back in to exactly where you want them to go. And that would be for an existing save, right? If you start a, a new character, of course, you'd be doing that all over again. Um, combat AI, in fact, there's a lot of AI changes, but combat AI has been improved. Enemies react better, they find cover, they're more intelligent and clever, they are, they're more effective in being able to counter you depending on what kinds of things you're doing. They react to you, they understand a little bit more about what you're doing to try to effectively combat them, and then they maybe are better at dealing with you. They said it's a little bit difficult during the stream to show exactly how that works, but give it a shot, see what, see how they react differently and, you know, work on, or take a look and just see how that goes. Um, but the, the word they used is that it, it just is more fluid. So we'll have to take a look at that. Also, there's, um, different changes to the uh, crowd and traffic AI, talking about more AI changes, the the crowds are more alive and they can react in lots of different ways. So, for example, they can react aggressively. So like in any crowd, different people are going to do different things. They're not all just going to cower like they did before. So if there were individuals in the crowd who happened to be armed because some people like to carry weapons on them and they keep them hidden, then more aggressive individuals might start shooting at you. Uh, people would still freak out and run away. Um, if you look one direction, in another direction, people don't despawn now, which is super nice, right? Uh, crowds and traffic both respond to when you do things. So panic driving can occur. Drivers can drive off and do crazy things. They can drive off the pavement, they can go like drive in, crash into things. They can drive over pedestrians. They can um, crash into things and lose consciousness. Uh, at one point in the stream, they walked up to one of the cars and they're like, well, what is this car doing here? And sure enough, the driver was passed off out in the driver's seat. And they, they didn't realize, you know, at the time what had happened because they weren't watching that car specifically, but they looked in there like, oh yeah, that driver's passed out. Um, cool stuff, you know, like th this actually makes the game feel more alive which is really really cool um also you can skip time now and the time skipping mechanic has a ui thing that allows you to see a little bit more accurately what time you're going to skip to and when you do that it reloads the the crowds and the world around you and depending on the time of the world the crowds are more accurate and the people are more accurate to what time the world is and how the crowds would actually be at that time in the world. So daytimes have more people walking around and nighttimes have less and all of those kinds of things. The world is a little bit more accurate to what the world would actually be like. So that stuff is really cool. Um, the uh, little there's a bunch of little changes like the driving model is a lot better. Uh, all the bikes. <laughs> this is one little detail they got on a bike. All the bikes now have a uh, like like a glowy rims around the wheels that you could turn on and off with the E button or clicking the left stick, which is basically the same button you would use for turning the lights on in the cars. The everything can burn out. So like the braking system is is a little bit more interesting. Uh, they said that all the cars now have ABS brakes. They the cars feel heavier. They uh, the drive more predictably. There's suspension on all the all the vehicles, including the vehicles that the AI are driving. I guess the AI were just kind of driving their own vehicles in their own ways. And now all the vehicles kind of work similarly. Maybe that's a thing that's universal now. Um, 
and each model of car and bike now feels more distinct. So they all are more their own thing, which is cool. And they all don't necessarily feel like they cost a billion dollars. They're all more able to actually be purchased. The other thing that they noted is that first person visibility is way improved. You don't feel like you're super short or like your butt is dragging on the ground when you're sitting inside the vehicles. You can actually see the road. You can see out the car's windows um, and you can still see the interiors a lot better in the cars. So first person driving way better if that's the way you prefer to drive around in these cars. So lots of improvements on that front. Way better stuff there. Uh, no note about keeping cars in a garage or anything, but we'll keep uh, we'll keep hoping for that in the future. That's another one of the big ones that we hope to get. Um, now, while you're driving around, of course, you're going to be using the map a lot. Lots of map changes. So new colors and icon changes. You can filter things according to icons. There's been replacement. So different icons show up and um, lots of different colors and things. So, for example, main quest icons are yellow. Side quests like fixers are green. So you can see them at a glance and know exactly where you're going. Discovered gigs are show up as specific icons and um, vendors and points of interest, things like that are white. So you can very clearly tell the difference between different things on the map, which is super nice. Now, the biggest difference about these things and how they show up on the map is that the fixers, they pointed this out, the fixers in a zone, if you mouse over them, shows you who the fixer is and what number gig that is for the fixer out of the total number of gigs there are available. And they pointed this out too. In order to get through all the gigs for a specific fixer, you have to get in good with them, which is cool. This is this is further along the idea of getting in good with a specific gang or a specific fixer for them to trust you to give you better quests, which is kind of along the idea of like living in the world and, and getting along with stuff. Right. And once you get through all that, all the fixers quests, you get what they said would be a reward. They didn't say what it was, but they said you'd have to go get it. So is it like a really cool vehicle? Is it a really cool gun? Is it like a big cash dep deposit of some sort? We don't know, but cool new stuff there. And you can, like I said at the beginning, you can filter out whatever icons you're specifically looking for and change the map to make it more navigatable, which is really, really nice. Now they did say that it'll be easier to collect all the vehicles and things because the economy is rebalanced. And so not just the vehicles are easier to collect because they're cheaper. The entire economy is reworked. So they've taken a look at everything. There's bigger rewards for the things you're doing. You're going to make more cash for stuff. It's easier to buy stuff like vehicles. I'm assuming that means weapons. So everything is rebalanced how much money you make from gigs, what things cost, all of that stuff. So this makes me think like if you're in the middle of a playthrough or you're at the end of a playthrough, you might want to start over again if you want to be collecting everything, because from the beginning, you're going to have a whole lot more money 
and the ability to collect more stuff. Now that also includes some of the other things we're going to get to, like apartments. But we're going to get to that after we thank our patrons, so we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so here we are in the middle of the show, and this is where we get to thank our patrons. So big thanks to all of our patrons, all 18 of you, for helping to support the show. This is part of what I do for my full-time job now is podcasting, and this is one of the many of the shows that I do over at the Robots Radio Network, including running the network. So thank you to all of our patrons, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys again at the end of the month. I believe we're going to be talking about the uh the, the seminal cyberpunk movie for the 1920s metropolis so uh go check that out it's on youtube if you want to join us to talk about that and all of our tier four patrons will be will be chatting about that i also know that pretty soon again our next set of t-shirts will be going out to our patrons so if that's something you're interested in or uh you know getting ad free episodes or any of that stuff then check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash cyberpunklorecast. And thank you to everybody who takes uh, just a little bit of time to, you know, or a little bit, of, a little bit of money to help support the show or time to drop a review, a five star review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. That helps a ton. And I really do appreciate it. So thank you to all of you guys. Let's get on with the rest of the show, though, because there's some other really cool stuff to point out. All right, so we're getting we're getting closer to the apartment stuff here. I was teasing that right before the mid break. Um, so on the way to the apartment, they stopped by Wilson's, the the weapon shop near V's apartment, and there are a bunch of signs up near Wilson's place. And they pointed out that if you go talk to Wilson, he's got some new guns in the shop. Uh, there's some new weapons and some new skins for the weapons. And then if you skip ahead a day, the stuff in the store actually changes so items restock in stores it seems like on a daily basis potentially and you can collect all the different variations of skins on weapons which is cool but then they get to the apartment now check this out in the apartment first of all first of all they hit on some of the things that we've been asking for for a long time now hold on to that idea We've been asking for things and they're actually delivering them. So first of all, they walk into the 
into the the bathroom area, right? And they go up to the mirror and they look in the mirror and sure enough, you can change your appearance in the mirror. So you look in the mirror and it's like the beginning of the game where you can just design your character almost the same, right? You can change the hair, the face, the tattoos, whatever, all of that stuff right there in the mirror. And not only that, but there are new options, new hair colors, new stuff to put on your face, new, new makeup. In fact, and they specifically pointed out now there's actually red lipstick. Uh, you can make it glossy or matte, lots of new eye makeup, all sorts of cool stuff. And they even noted that if you make a new character, all of this stuff is available from the very beginning, which is cool. And there's new lighting in the character gen section of the game right at the beginning, which is very, very cool. And then when you get done with it, V animates and checks his or herself out and takes a look and goes, oh, okay, cool. This is how I look. So very cool. You can do it right from your apartment. You don't have to go to like a hairdresser or something like this, right? Right there from your apartment. But even more cool are the options for your apartment. You go up to the computer, the computer screen in your apartment. And now there is a website you can go to where you can make over your current apartment. Notice I say current apartment and you can choose from one of six variations of designs and you can just purchase it right there. You got to pay some eddies, purchase it, and then it loads up and you back out of the screen and you walk around your apartment and now your, your apartment has a brand new design. The walls, the floors, the the way the, I don't know, the furniture looks, everything is designed differently. And you can choose the one that fits your character better. So that's pretty cool. But not only that, there's an entire for rent section on the website. Four new apartments for rent. And the names include, or the locations include, the Glen, Corpo Plaza, Northside and Japantown and each one of them matches those styles from those locations in order to match V's personality V's lifestyle and this is something that they discussed in the stream is that they they've they've heard what we've said about wanting to live in the game and make the world match like make our characters feel like they're living in a world and making decisions and match the world to the to the V and the character that we're building in the game. So like if you got a Corpo V and you want to live in Corpo Plaza and you want to spend a little bit of extra money, but you want to live that lifestyle, then go do it. You know, like make it work. <laughs> and so you can actually purchase that apartment, pay that one fee, purchase that apartment, and then you can go there and the apartment's all decked out. And it's got a bunch of stuff in the apartment that you can actually do. You can sit down and play guitar. You can pour yourself a drink. You can light some incense. You There's things you can do in each of these apartments to make the apartments feel lived in. But then there's the regular stuff, too. There's the bathroom. You can take a shower. You can you can uh, go on the computer. You can use that. There's a room in each of the apartments where you can display all of your weapons and things in that weapon room in your displays. They're all linked to the other apartments. So if you collect all the apartments and you want to have your weapon display show up on all of them, then they're all linked. So you can have your cool weapons show up in each of the apartments simultaneously. So all of that stuff is connected. Um, so all of that stuff 
is super cool. Now, the one thing they didn't note is if there are apartment variations for each of these other four apartments. I'm not sure about that. We'll have to see. I don't know if this patch comes out with just one variation for the new apartments, and maybe that's something they're going to add later, or if each of the apartments has other variations then you can buy and play with, you know, for, for each of those. They did, however, note that because you can do things in your apartment, so for example, sleep, take showers, things like that, that doing those things will give you temporary buffs. So for example, sleeping gives you an XP buff for a little while, or taking a shower gives you a different kind of buff, um, which is cool because it, again, it, like there's reasons to do it beyond just role-playing. You get kind of an extra bonus for going back to your apartment and actually kind of living in the world, which is pretty cool. Um, and again, you can go to your new apartment, use that mirror to customize your character. So more cool stuff. Uh, one of the people in chat asked about Nibbles, the cat in your first apartment, and if that will, cat will come to you to come with you to the new apartments. And they answered, no, that cat stays at the first apartment. But there's some other things they've added with what's going on with the cat and some other secrets to uncover, which point to some of the other little bonuses and things going on in the world that we need to pay attention to when we jump back into the game. So be on the lookout for that stuff. If you guys uncover some of these extra little things that you haven't noticed before, please share them because I want to find out about this stuff because, uh, you know, I, I might not notice them or it seems like these are like little Easter eggs, little details in the world that we're going to have to share in order to find out like, oh, these things are now in the game. So if I find them, I'll try to note them too. maybe I'll point them out on Twitter or on the discord, but please post them, share them on the discord with me and be like, hey, I checked, found this thing. Did you guys ever notice this? If this happened before, let me know. So a few more things that I think are super cool. One of the big things here is romances this is kind of the final big big update other than some little little other details here at the end more lived in stuff right so for romances once you're at that point in the game where you've kind of developed a romance with one of the other characters first of all you will start to get messages from your romantic interest more often Kind of like you would in real life, right? Like when you when you have somebody that you're you're with, you get text messages back and forth a lot. That's just kind of how things work. You message each other all the time. That's going to happen more often, which is cool. Um, oh, and side note, one of the things they noted previously was that like if you're busy doing something and get a phone call, you can just kind of ignore it now, and then they'll just text you later, which is again is also cool. That's kind of the way the world works, right? So very cool. Um, so back to romances, they, uh, things are different for each character, the number of messages, the way they interact with you, all of that is different per romance. So everything's a little bit tweaked based on how that stuff works. Um, there are more secrets to discover for each of the romance paths. So again, more reasons to kind of replay the game. So that's cool. And, and I think this one's pretty cool. Each individual like each person that you end up in a romantic relationship their place becomes a safe house for you right that, that was a thing but there's um improvements with those locations so for example if you go to sleep there there's or i'm, I'm sorry if you go to sleep at all i think 
there's a chance that you might wake up and they'll be next to you or other stuff happens. And I don't know if that means like sexy stuff, but we'll have to see. So again, more reasons to try stuff out in the game. So let me know. Let me know if you find other things going on with the romances because who knows? Like maybe there's maybe there's opportunities when you get messages to like meet them out to dinner somewhere or something like that. Again, they, they just kind of they kept some of this stuff hush hush because they want us to discover this stuff in the game, which I think is cool because they, they said that they've put a ton of work. I mean, it's a 50 something gigabyte patch. Some games aren't that big. So lots of stuff in here. And then finally, last last few big things. Um, there's some DLC for Johnny, including things like poses. If you are during one of his stints where you're playing as him, like in one of the memory sequences or whatever, and you go into photo mode, there is now some poses specifically for Johnny in photo mode uh, and some other stuff. So cool. You know, if you want to do some cool Johnny pictures. Um, also, there's a PC benchmark setting for PC players. So if you've wanted to just like actually use a PC benchmark, if like how many frames per second your PC runs at, then you don't actually have to use external software now to do that. You can do that in the game itself, which is pretty super cool. So some other details that I can pull from the patch notes include, uh, let's see, let's dig into some other details here. They have the actual costs for the apartments. So the one on North side, is 5,000 eddies, Japantown's three times that at 15,000, the Glen in Haywood is 40,000, and then of course Corpo Plaza is 55,000 eddies. That's a lot. So, <laughs> so save up your eddies. The two new weapons over at Wilson's uh, gun shop include the Dara Polytechnic Umbra, which is a power assault rifle, and the Budget Arms Guillotine, which is a power submachine gun. There's also four new weapon scopes, the Kangtao Ju Long Scope, the Tusami Gaki Sniper Scope, the Arasaka Kanetsugo, I'm slaughtering these words, I'm sure, uh, Short Scope, and the Handyman Short Scope. There are new types of weapon attachments, including muzzle brakes, 10 new muzzle brakes, five for handguns, I'm not going to name all of them five for assault rifles and um, that's it for the gun add ons at the shop. The driving enhancement stuff actually includes lots of little little details like even gearbox simulations and all sorts of things. So that's pretty cool. Some cyberware improvements, which is very welcome. So definitely spend some time messing with the cyberware. Um, lots of combat improvements, some quick hacking improvements, um, lots of NPC updates to um, including things like enemy shotgunners now deal more damage. That's uh, and these are the kinds of updates that we were looking for to actually kind of balance out combat. So we'll we'll have to take some looks at this stuff to make sure that this stuff is actually balanced, but it should be closer. I'm hoping this stuff is closer, right? And then, of course, the perks, perk updates, and then uh, player mechanics, um, including things like V can now vault, climb, jump, sprint through glass that has been fractured. So busting through broken glass when you're moving around. Again, sounds really cool. Um, so you guys can go through the rest of these notes. A lot of it's just like details on specific quests and 
more of like the the nitty gritty stuff, you know, the stuff that they're like, hey, th- these are things we're not going to call out right now because they're not super interesting, but they're important when you're playing the game. So here's my synopsis of the whole thing. You probably gathered where I'm going with this. So much of what was added in this patch is a, a love note. It's a love note to the community that says, we've been listening to you. We hear you. You want to live in this world. We get it. You want the game to function. You want the game to actually work. You want the game to do what we said it would do. And we, you want this game to be something that you guys can continue playing. You can continue discovering things. You can continue living in this world and we get it. We understand. And that's where they're going. And that this is why it's taken six months is because they're, they're shoring up the foundation. They're making sure that the other stuff that was supposed to be in this game a year and a half ago, almost is there. And now they're adding in the other stuff. You can adjust the way you look. You can have apartments to live in. The combat is working better. The perks are working better. The romances are more fleshed out. The AI is starting to do more of the things the AI is supposed to do. A lot of this stuff is foundational. And that's good. It's not everything that we wanted. Let's be honest. It's not everything. There's no information here about police chasing you. There's no information here about like specifically getting in good with a gang. That stuff isn't part of this yet, but we're getting closer. And for me, that's okay. Last week I talked about a patch or I'm sorry, a a mod adding a lot of that stuff in and that's cool. But if we can get to the point where the devs are working to get this stuff in and make it work, like work work, not like mod work, but like be solid and actually work the way it's supposed to because the devs designed it and made it work, then that's even better. Because it's better to have the devs put the foundation in and have a mod tweak things than to have mods try to build something from the ground up. That's my stance on it. So if this is where they're going, and this is the patch we get now, and who knows, three months, six months later, we get maybe some of these other things that we've been asking for because they're paying attention to us. That's what they're telling us with this patch. We hear you, we see what you want, and we're listening. We're taking our time and we're giving you what you want. So if this is the beginning or at least a continuation of maybe that messaging, then that's great. Keep doing this CDPR. This is a good step. You're, you're walking in the right direction. Keep going this way. Now, I've got mine downloaded. This is available for everybody right now on whatever system you want. Do note that there are details for each of the systems. So, for example, the advanced AI is not necessarily available on the old consoles. 
This is something that you need to be aware of. Not all of the features are available everywhere. So be, be careful when you have expectations for this, you know, like ray tracing, of course, isn't available everywhere, but like advanced crowd AI doesn't seem to be something that they can actually get to work on the old consoles because of either memory limitations or CPU limitations. So take note, if you want to get some of this stuff to work, you're going to have to have specific systems. But other than that, have fun, download it, let me know your thoughts. And if you start a new character, <laughs> send me some screenshots because I want to see what some of these new designs. All right, guys, until next time, stay safe in Night City. I'll see you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora, and all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.